Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash cultural stew. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to the Cultural Stew Podcast, coming to you from the Goat Factory Media Entertainment Studios. Warning, we use adult language, and there may be spoilers ahead. It's not a highway, Hello and welcome to the Cultural Stew Podcast. My name is Ron Harkins Jr. and I am here with my co-host, Valor Vidmar. For the week of January 18th, 2021, we've made it to a new year. We have. I feel like she starts singing along. Um, we don't take advantage of that adult language thing very often. I feel like we should more. And we give I up. think I, th- I have some that pop up here and there. We, warning, it, it's we a, do it's a use safety. Ador- adult language. It's more of a safety so that we, you know. And then just in case it happens. Blanket coverage. (laughs) So it's like, just in case it happens, we'll tell you. And then my whole thing with not wanting to do spoiling and you're like, we say spoilers. Yes. Just spoil it. Spoil the crap out of it. If you haven't seen it, even though it came out last night, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we have notes. (laughs) That's right. You can skip. Say, I'm going to spoil it, so... Shut it off and look it up for the next look at the next timestamp. So it's been a couple months, uh, three months, which is crazy. <laughs> the last one was three the, months. <laughs> well, I mean, the last one was Halloween. It was a Halloween yeah. episode, and then I think we had a couple months in be- before that one. <laughs> What's our last one before that one? So we're we're averaging a couple months between episodes right now. Twenty twenty sucked so. Yeah. And 2021 is off to a great start, too. Better than 2020. I don't know. I want to return on the first 14 days of this year. Uh, Well, maybe, but... Kicking kicking off the new year with an insurrection on the Capitol? Uh, Not my idea of a fun beginning to a year. We have... Yeah. We started out last year with an impeachment. (laughs) We started out this year with a Capitol Hill riot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but on that note, this is inauguration week. So, um, yeah, in two days we have a new president and a new Senate and Yay! Oh, we'll see where all that leads to. Let's hope for the better. Yeah. But no need to get political on here. Yeah. I think my politics shine through enough. But so what has been going on in your world? The last three months, besides. I had to sit there and think about, okay, when did this happen? When did this happen? So now I have a new dog. So now we have two dogs. So we have Magic and now we have Hugo. And Hugo is part Bernie's Mountain Dog and part Golden Retriever. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'll just leave it at that. I'm doing okay. <laughs> Okay. Um, I'm trying to be uplifting here and like bring up the positive stuff. Yeah. I'm tired 
and really I, I am sick of school. Yeah, I, I I I got burned out there a little bit at the last point of the last two months. Um, had some big video projects that came up, which was good. You know, it's good to have work, but they hit like right at the same time and both finished up. I think within a week of each other, and it was just. I didn't burn out. I just burned out. I think seasonal affective disorder just yeah. like kicked my butt and it was just, and everything was just, I've been staying off Facebook. I got to Christmas Eve and I was Ugh. like, oh my gosh, I, I have a couple of days off here. I'm going to use it to my advantage and just didn't do a thing. I was a horrible Christmas mom. I did not want to decorate. I didn't, I didn't, it took me everything I could to decorate the house for Christmas. Isn't that weird? For the first time, my wife took decorations down the day after Christmas. This has never happened. I've, I've usually take them down, but I left them up a little bit. We actually still have a tree up because nobody wants to climb on top and get it. Uh, it's like up clear up in the, in the kitchen and no one is, I keep forgetting it's there. So we still have one <laughs> little Christmas tree up there. That's kind of nice. Oh, and our, yeah, our, I guess our light on the street is still wrapped in Christmas lights. It's kind of nice, though. So our, our neighbors tossed their Christmas tree out in the front yard this mor- or over the weekend. We came out, and uh, there was a Christmas tree attached to our pine tree this morning. No. <laughs> Some kids went <laughs> by at, like, midnight last night, stood it up in front of our pine tree and left it there. That's rude. <laughs> like, uh, Whatever happened to, like, TPing people's homes? Who knows? Well, there's been a lot of news. So if you haven't heard, this was kind of uh, announced in December um, that Warner Brothers was going to release all of their theatrical films, all 17 on their slate, on HBO Max as same-day streaming and same-day theater releases. And that was all of them. That included their big releases, um, such as Wonder Woman 84, um, Dune, uh, Suicide Squad, you know, you name it. Anything that they had scheduled to go out this year is same day theater screening. So it made the value of like having HBO Max like an instant no brainer um, if you like movies. Um, we already had it. We were already subscribed to it. And you we know, bought it. You know, we got, yeah. the first thing was like, we get to watch Wonder Woman 84 on Christmas Day. And, and you know, so we were all excited to see that. Um, we'll talk about that a little bit later. So on HBO Max, for example, so like Wonder Woman 84, um, you, you get the a limited release window with it. So it um, as of the 24th, it'll be being removed off of HBO Max. And the next film, um, I think it's All the Little Things. It's Denzel Washington and um, oh, I'm gonna forget all the people's names in it, but it's it's like a detective type thriller with Denzel Washington in it, and it cool. looks really good. Um, them chasing down a serial killer. So, but you know, I'm kind of excited, like just for that. Um, but the big news that came out of it was it made a lot of pushback on the theaters, getting really pissed at HBO Max for their decision <laughs> to do this, but. Um, to me, it's HBO Max and Warner Brothers kind of reading the room of knowing where everything's headed. You know, everything was headed towards streaming and same-day theater releases anyways. 
And I think with what happened with the pandemic and COVID, it just accelerated the timeline by five years. I yeah. mean, it, this was, this was inevitable. It was going to happen and it just kind of got brought to the forefront and HBO max had the perfect service to kind of embrace it. And, you know, they updated their, uh, background system so that it now supports 4k, it supports Dolby vision, it supports Dolby Atmos so they can put their movies out at the top best quality outside of being in a theater and you can enjoy them. So the last time I was in a theater was December 5th. It was when? December 5th. December 5th. What did you see? Oh, it wasn't a new release. It was just for Zoe's birthday. So we went to go see Elf, but I saw a tenant in the theater. Yeah, we, I think we saw that the same weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah. I saw it first. <laughs> <laughs> I had my tickets first. Then you're you like, did. oh, wait, it's open and we can go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was, that's been the part of the biggest news for me. And you know, I'm kind of excited to see that. Um, but. There has been a lot of blowback from the theaters. A couple of the distributors were caught off guard. Um, specifically, I think it's, was it Sony? Who's the distributor for, um, not Sony, uh, Legendary. Who is the distributor for Dune and Kong versus Godzilla. Sounds like it. Um, and one of the other ones, maybe is it Mortal Kombat or Resident Evil, one of the two. Um, that they you know, kind of got pissed off because they didn't know that this was going to be their plan. Well, from last, what I've heard this last week, I think the contracts are all settled on that. So they're all fine. And, uh, I'm pretty sure something will be worked out with the theaters to make everybody happy. You know, Disney did it and got away with it for one of their films. And, um, it's already being starting to, the rumor mill is rumbling again, that black widow is probably going to be the next one on the, your access really yeah i don't think they're gonna move it again they've already moved it three times i know they can't push back any further so very disappointed in our house um you mean but a couple of the other disney movies have already been pushed back this year and the one that haven't moved back again has been black widow so there's the thought that it's gonna probably no i think it's done it's done yeah but they've got to wait there is oh that's gotta right. wait for Falcon and Winter Soldier to be released. I forgot about that. Okay, because what what happens in Best WandaVision and what happens in Captain America or well Falcon and the Winter Soldier will yeah because that you know Marvel thing they yeah. have to feed off each other. WandaVision is the official start of Phase Four. So, well we we started it off. Are you impressed? We did. I, I, I'm. I mean, it's I'm shocked. I'm shocked that we're having a conversation here in 2021 that you that we've already you've watched, watched that you've watched all of the Marvel stuff like, and you're invested in it now. I, like, <laughs> if as we could soon rewind, as it came out, Zoe was screaming through the house, like, like flipping out that it. it was Wandavision Day, and Kendra had to do something, and she's like, "I don't want to know. I don't want to. I'm I'm walking away. I'm walking away." I can't see it, so she left. But um, so I was very excited. If you're just walking into episode fifty three here, <laughs> you have to go back and listen to the earlier episodes where, like, Valerie was hating as on far you. on the outside as possible, and somehow she ended up and so annoyed, <laughs> so annoyed because they would bring up things like robert redford and then they would bring up a marvel movie he'd been in i'm like you gotta be kidding i was just like these are movie people 
I was so mad. Um, and they kept coming up in every episode. And it irritated friends, too. It was hey. just all alike. And now I'm irritating them now. If we can get you, we even got Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke hates comic books. And I he know. now just got casted in uh, uh, Moon Knight. I know. <laughs> I know. So, I mean... Some of it might be about the money, but you know, Sorry. some people might realize that hey, I couldn't believe it. I uh, to me, these are these are our modern day myths and gods. And although you know, I sat, oh my gosh, we were having a dinner with, um, well, Kendra and her boyfriend, and then our good friends Ashley and Adam, and they're all com- com- comic book people. Or Marvel people or, you know, whatever. Actually, yeah, all of the above. Um, and they sat and were making like, okay, so this in Marvel it is, not in Marvel, I'm sorry. This in DC matches up with this in the Marvel and Marvel Universe, right? DC and Marvel, right. And so they were making up like, and so then Jason, I sat there like, having no clue because they're enlisting people. I have no idea who they are. Or are they just saying which characters were ripoffs of other no, characters? Not ripoffs. So they were trying to do as close as they put, could of like, this person would be this person, you know? And so mm-hmm. Jason was just like, we need to get Ron on the phone <laughs> and have him. Yeah. So it was kind of, I didn't talk for probably an hour because I had no clue. I'm just sitting there like, no idea who these people are because I've only watched the movies. I haven't watched, like, read a single comic book. It's okay. Um, so you have some deaths that happened. Yes, I, um, and I know that there were more. I'm just talking about, honestly, the last, literally the last couple of days. So on last. Thursday, I believe on Thursday, um, was... Mrs. Rogers. So Mr. Rogers' wife um, passed away. And then, okay, to me, this was a big deal. I don't know if this was a big deal for you or if you knew about it, but I was going to, I forgot to send this to my sister. But I grew up watching Breakin' and Breakin' 2. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? Breakin' is a movie. As in breakdancing? Yes. Okay, so okay. I, I haven't heard the movie, but I know of the moves. I do. I don't know how to say his last name. So it's Adolfo. Q U I N O N E S. Um. Anyway, but he started Breaking Ring too. But he also worked with. My gosh, he worked with Michael Jackson. He worked with Madonna. He worked with Bette Midler. He worked with. Um, tons of people and um, tried on Soul Train he was only 65 but he was phenomenal I watched that movie with my sister all the time so I was really sad to hear about his he also did he was also um, he also worked with Alan Ritchie as well so um Great choreographer, great dancer. Um, they called him. He was called um, Shabadog, Shabadoo, 
But I didn't know that either. So Adolfo Shabudu. I didn't know that he was called that. But see, because I didn't know all these things until I read it in the New York Times this morning. Or yesterday. So that was sad for me. And I know that there have been other deaths since we have spoken. Ginger from Gilligan's Island. I don't know her real name. But. Yeah, I know actually a lot of people have. And I remember thinking, oh, oh. And then somebody came in and said something about Mr. Rogers' wife passing away. So, and that, oh, no, because there was a cartoon or um, where she shows up at Evans Gate and he's already there. And he says, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood and walks her in. So that's kind of sweet. Anyway, um, but that is all I have as far as that is concerned. But we have, I guess you probably want to go into um, Netflix, a new movie every week. Do you have something of that? Yeah. So, you know, following on the tales of um, kind of what HBO Max kind of just did with their thing. Um, Netflix is trying to one of them. By, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But however, um, Netflix released uh, last week, middle of last week, a uh, trailer um, touting that every week of 2020, they're going to be releasing a new movie. Although I have been watching um, them. And I got to say, there's a lot of star power. There are. Um, yes, there is. I mean, pretty much everybody you can think of from the Marvel Universe is in a movie somewhere on Netflix. <laughs> it's very true. Um, um, my, my girls are getting a chuckle out of that. Um, and there's a couple that are, it's not just like one or two. It's like, you know, there's one with... Um, I always want to call him The Rock, but you know he's now going by Dwayne Johnson, and I should respect and except call him I said Dwayne that, Johnson. and then Zoe was like, "It's The Rock, Mom." Yeah, he he's like, been. I think he's been Dwayne Johnson, the actor, longer than he was ever. That's the Rock what I thought at this point. She thought he went back to The Rock. I'm like, I don't think so. Um, but there's a one with him and Gal Gadot and um. Is Ryan that Reynolds. how you say her name? I yeah, she actually said her name in that trailer, and so I'm like, oh, it is Gail Gadot. I always thought Gadot. it was Gail Gadot. Like I thought the the T was kind of Gadot, Gail Gadot, like Aronda Coit. Yeah, if you go and listen to the that look, look at that Netflix it's a, it's video Rogers. trailer that they released, she says, "Hi, I'm Gail Gadot," and she said it really quickly, so it, like the T kind of oh like drops gosh. off, but it's there. I've been well, we've been saying it well, wrong. I've been saying it all uh, wrong, but anyways, like so, like the three of them. You know, that's to get the three of them in a film together. Um, and then there's another one with, you know, um, Leonardo DiCaprio and like three or four other big stars in that film. Mm-hmm. So there are some big contenders. Netflix, Cherry is Netflix too, right? Uh, Cherry is Apple TV. Apple TV. Sorry. Yeah. Apple TV. Yeah. Um, so. You're right. This, this is kind of what's going to be happening. This is where, you know. You don't have theaters, so we do. But well, we don't have them in the capacity. We don't have them in the capacity that. No, we don't, and we never know when they might close again. And so, a lot of these big films are being bought up 
by distributors that have streaming accessible to them. And so Netflix has been a prime example for the past couple of years. Amazon Prime has been doing it. And the, the quality of those bigger films that they've been acquiring has actually been getting better. So I have to commend them on that. And Apple TV yeah. is doing it. and They've had some good shows. They have been picking up things left and right. They haven't released them yet, but they've been picking up things left and right. And I'm just like, wow, that is a big get. That's a big get. That's a big get. You know, they just, um, like today I just read Ridley Scott and Joaquin Phoenix. They're doing a, a Napoleon mm-hmm. epic. I'm like, oh my, you've got to be kidding me. And that's picked up for Apple TV, but that won't come out until 2022. I know. But I almost wish this, we didn't know about them yet. But this this is where we've been headed. This is, in my opinion, this is where... I know, it's just strange. Theater, theaters are going to become... Don't say absolutely. Not abs- no, not, they're going to be very streamlined. I think they're going to be they're going to become smaller but bigger affairs because if we still have them the same movies that are but I mean you you playing. think you think like you go to the uh, the average um, movie that has eighteen screens all right you know uh-huh. or the Cinemark Tents of Town half of those are filled by the marquee good ones and then you have a couple of ones that are like old ones no it more of like these are like stuff that I would go straight to video kind of stuff. Really? Oh, some of the, the lesser name stuff that's like, this is playing in um, theater 17. It's only there for like a week. If you looked at what they were, you're like, well, that, that would be equivalent to why isn't that just a, uh, a straight to video? Like if you were, you know, back in the day, blockbuster video, straight to video. That's what Netflix was when it first came out was basically, this is your straight, straight to video. Um, But now the tables are turning a little bit and they're getting the theater. It's interesting because when you go to Rotten Tomatoes, you look anything up. um, It'll say the theatrical release and then it'll say streaming release. They're not that far apart, weeks apart. So... It's, I mean, it's interesting. The world's a change in. So, I don't know. I guess I still like going to the movie theater, although I have not been, but that is not for lack of trying. I, I do too, but I think the theater world is due for a really big shakeup. And I, I would go. This is, this is the shakeup. And when go. we come out of it, it's going to be, it's going to look a lot different than what it was. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's been tons, tons and tons and tons of new trailers. So, um, really, I mean, you could just go out there and I would, I'd normally point them all out, but there's a couple that we're just going to talk about the ones that have kind of popped up in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Or things that we might be interested in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I, the, the cherry trailer caught my eye. Um, oh, more caught- of because like a couple of weeks ago. The first poster for it came out and it was really weird because it was missing letters. (laughs) It didn't say cherry. You couldn't read like what the title of the film was. Um, And apparently that was somebody made a mistake because it was actually supposed to be part of a motion graphic. So the letters cherry. Right. If you've seen the trailer, the the cherry name comes out kind of funky, weird. Yeah. Um, 
it was supposed to be a motion graphic and somehow that motion graphic got passed on and that's what got put out as like here's the poster they also did fan they also did fan trailers because my dog okay our dog hugo his middle name's holland hugo holland um because zoe loves tom holland and she kept saying can i watch cherry Uh, no No. (laughs) can i watch the trailer no actually she's like the trailer came out today Will you watch it to see if I can watch it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. That even worse was the one before. Uh, Devil. Oh, my man. I was like, nope, you can't watch that one either. So, sorry, hon. But she's really sad about not being able to do that. She's like, he's really trying to break away from his spider. I'm like, okay, yep. thanks, honey. And in, a, in a couple of years, you'll be able to watch those. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to be watching him. I'm actually, I think, I think Cherry looks sad, but I think it looks good. I mean, do you think it looks good? I think it looks good. I want to watch it. I do. I thought that the they did a great job with the trailer. I mean, for movies that they may, you know, that aren't specifically going straight to like a theater and it's just only theater. I think they're doing such, I'm really pleased with the fact that those that are making trailers are still making good trailers. So bravo and bravo on those. Um, it's not not the only um, trailer he was in recently either. There's another one. No. Yeah, I know. She would know if she was here. She's probably screaming at this. But I, I do you want me to go on the next one, then you can pop one in. Or you want to have me just keep talking and then you're going to come in eventually chaos walking there we go i haven't seen it and she hasn't talked about it you haven't seen the trailer i haven't seen the trailer and she hasn't talked about it um it is is huge because she knows everything about him the the basic gist of what i got from the trailer and this is i've been a couple weeks since i've seen it it was basically a, a female lands on a planet with um all men chaos walking chaos walking A dystopian world where there are no women and all living creatures can hear each other's thoughts in a stream of images, words, and sounds called noise. Is he, uh, is he the lead? He's the lead with, with. I haven't even heard about this. Daisy Ridley and Mads Milken, Milkinson. Oh, well good. I didn't even know about that one. I know something she doesn't know. Um, of course I'll say that and she'll say, I knew that mom. And then, uh. As far as I know, Uncharted is uh, nearing close to being done in post-production. So that's another one. She's 11, people. So we're preteen. She knows everything. Um, one, one trailer that I saw, a Supernova, which I actually cried. I cried during the trailer. Okay, so what am, and I'm going to be a total mess. But Colin Firth and Stanley Tucci. Are in a movie called Supernova, um, which is about a couple that uh, where one, I mean, when you see the trailer, you're, you'll know um, if you watch it. But one of them is um, ill and basically I think uh, I they don't come out and say it, but it seems to be Alzheimer's and I... Um, they go on a little trip together, and I think I know 
what's going on in the movie by the trailer, but it, it looks heart wrenching. Um, they look. I love these two actors, and I think it's actually streaming on February sixteenth, which would have been. It's my grandmother's birthday and my granddad's birthday. Would have been, and about four other friends. It's kind of strange. Um, and then Mank. Which actually I found out from a full page ad in the New York Times this Sunday. Um, so I was kind of curious and it has. It's got Gary Oldman in it. And uh, the chick from, hold on, Amanda Siegfried. Siegfried? Sounds right. And then the the voice of Orson Welles is the voice actor who does Pinky, Um, or not Pinky, Brain from Animaniacs. And Lily Collins, who is the daughter of Phil Collins, is in it. And um, the director is David Fincher. So. I got absolutely no response on the the brain. Anyway, it's black and white. (laughs) And. Why are you having no response? It was the voice actor from Brain, from Animaniacs. I haven't seen it. You never saw Animaniacs? No. No? no. Oh, my goodness. Sorry. Um, I'm really sorry. No. Anyway, this is black and white for those people that... Animated series by Steven Spielberg. No, I never saw it. Anyway. Um, it already has an 85% on Mountain Tomatoes. I'm not sure. But it is, so Mank is short for, um, oh my gosh. Mankowitz. Thank you. Oh my gosh, thank goodness you're there. So uh, Mankowitz, um, and he was helping Orson Welles write uh, Citizen King. Now this kind of has like a little bit of like an Amadeus feel because it's this push to get Citizen Kane done before Hearst loses his mind um, because finding out that it's about William Randolph Hearst who is the big newspaper guy, big print guy. Um, I went to Hearst Castle in California and it's crazy how much money this man had. I just want to share. Um, Anyway, but that is actually what Citizen Kane is about is really William Randolph Hearst. And um, I'm not going to spoil what Rosebud is, but if you don't know now, I will. Spoiler, it's a sled. It's a, I was going to say it. <laughs> um, well, some people may not have seen it. It's almost oh, been, actually, a, it's almost no, been 100 you know years. 20, 20 year olds haven't seen it. Okay. Spoiler warning and, is at the beginning of the show. Oh my God. Anyway, so for those who are going to watch Citizen Kane. The head and, is in the box. Shut up. <laughs> now, a lot of people haven't seen that. And we're not saying what movie that's from. We didn't last show. I don't care. <laughs> but mm, some people haven't heard that show. It still makes me mad. It still makes me mad. I, I, don't, I don't like spoilers that are... Huge spoiler. Anyway, so, yeah, Mankwitz. And Mank is his name, and it's just about that. And it might bore you to death. 
I don't know. But if you're a film person and you care about Citizen Kane and that it's a David Fincher movie, it's on my list of things. So, um, you might want to go check it out and then let's see if there's anything here that is going to blow my hair back. Um, speaking of head in the box, it's a David Fincher film. Seriously. That's right. (laughs) Um, Cinderella is coming out. Is it coming out? Coming out? Where are we? What do you? I have Cinderella um, (laughs) coming out February 5th of 2021. I have Cinderella as an, um, I I want to say the the other, I can't say the other one. Idina. Idina. Yeah, I was trying to be funny. Idina Menzel and John Mulaney. And do you even know what I'm talking about? No, I have no clue. Well, it's a modern and modern musical. And then a glitch in the matrix with Rodney Asher, which I don't know, which kind of may be bad. Um, and I would say I'm Owen Wilson and Selma Hayek are in something called Bliss, which doesn't look great. I'm just going to tell you. Um, and then I'm actually, this is really, and Zendaya, Zendaya, just kidding, then Zendaya and Sam Levinson are in Malcolm and Marie about a filmmaker and his girlfriend returning to their hometown from a movie premiere. Okay, that's what we got. And then I'm reading this off of a website, as I am. I am looking for anything oh, it's else. John David Washington. It's directed by Sam Levinson. Nenzel's son, John David Washington. Oh. Oh, okay. Um, there's a movie. Oh, this is interesting. It's called, I don't want to miss-say this, Minamata. Minamata? Let's say it. Anyway, Johnny Depp is actually in it. I'm just going to say, and Bill Nye. Um, it's the story of a war photographer, W. Eugene Smith, and how he goes up against a powerful corporation. I think that's all I have. So Johnny Depp is going to be in a movie. Just saying. His career is not dead. Aye, matey. Huh. I know. Do you, I, I was wondering, do you think that they changed his face in the ride at, at Pirates of the Caribbean. I have no clue. I would like to figure out. If I haven't been to Disney World and I probably won't be going to Disney World anytime soon. Okay. Well, I was just curious about that. All right. Moving on. Moving on. I'll pass um, the baton to you. So some new things that I've noticed that have uh, popped up on some of the, the things that I've kind of put on my radar to watch that I haven't watched yet. Um, uh, again, I said Netflix is starting off their uh, new film week. And the first one is outside the wire. And it's got, um, Go. is it the guy from, yes, it's Falcon. And it got horrible reviews just sharing and it looks terrible. Spoiler. Spoiler, it looks terrible. But go ahead and watch it. And let me know how you Why does it look think. terrible? 
Um, I saw, I watched the preview and, well, I guess it just didn't look good to me. And then I go, I I went and audiences are not enjoying it. Mm. But, and I also don't really like him. Anthony Mackie. We're not Anthony Mackie friends in our house because we can't decide or can't figure out if he really can't stand Tom Holland or not. (laughs) This is serious. This is a serious thing because he makes fun of Tom Holland so much. So he can't stand him. And uh, I keep saying, oh, it's a joke, honey. It's just joking around. They're joking around. It's because everybody has to wrangle Tom Holland from giving away spoilers to movies. I know. But she's (laughs) like, if he really is this much of a jerk, I don't like him. Like, okay. (laughs) Um, And then anything else from you? Uh, Yeah. So I don't. I don't think there was any other big ones on Netflix for the month, but there are a bunch of little films. We can talk about Netflix later and their top 10, which are not top 10. Um, Hulu, there's not really been anything. Um, the Hardy Boys came out last month. Um, might have been even November. Um, it's kind of on my list of many things to check out. Um, so it's not super recent but that's kind of been the only thing that's popped out to me on Hulu. Um, um, over on Amazon, uh, there's been a couple things in my peripheral um, in terms of pure goofiness because um, hmm. I'm a, a car guy. Um, was the Grand Tours A Massive Hunt, um, which came out um, a full year after their last one came out. Um, wasn't as good as the previous, um, I think the last one was called Seaman. Um, a massive hunt was okay. It was enjoyable enough for us to watch for an evening. Um, but the other one that popped on there recently that I really looking forward to is, uh, one night in Miami. Yeah. That's, um, with that's a, tells that's a story of, was it Muhammad Ali, Sam cook, uh, Malcolm X and oh, well. Yeah, it no. looks good. Zoe or Kendra actually just talked about that one. Um, so that, that's on my list to watch this week. Oh, I can tell you the other one. Um, Sam Cooke and Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Um, but in terms of like other stuff on Amazon, there hasn't really been anything that's been like, hey, oh, wait, actually. I don't know if it came out before our last show or not. Truth Seekers? Oh, you haven't um, said anything about with it. Simon Pegg and um, Nick Frost from, if you've ever seen Shaun of the Dead, it's those two. Um, oh, okay. They did a, a, not so much a sci-fi, it's more of a supernatural type thing called Truth Seekers. Um, short episodes. It's kind of funny. You know, if I was putting it on a scale of 10, I'd probably put it between a six and a seven. Um, I wish there was more interaction between Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. There wasn't as much as I'd hoped. Um, but it's serviceable. Um, I think there'll probably be most likely a season two out of it. Um, so yeah, that was pretty much it for Amazon. I know there's been a lot of other stuff that have come out, but nothing that is my cup of tea. Just saying I did watch, um, Blackbird by the way, that, um, is, that's actually a new one on uh, Amazon. 
Um, it's Susan Saran and Kate Winslet. And um, you would know everybody in this movie. I will just tell you. Sam Neill. Um, Lindsay Duncan. And I just... Anyway. She summons her daughter's for one uh, for a family uh, weekend and she is um, she being I did the pronoun thing again sorry Susan Sarandon and she brings them all together because she's dying and she and then all hell breaks loose of course because it can't just be smooth Um, but I enjoyed it I thought it was good I did say I was going to watch it last time and I did Sorry, that was kind of sorry. Even a lot of times I don't, but um, so if you want to watch something that because you love Susan Sarandon, and it honestly took me a while to figure out it was Kate Winslet because I didn't read all of the actors. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed that. So there you go. Cool. Um, over on Disney Plus, <laughs> you always say. Cool. When I've done something, you're like, okay, shut up now. No, it just sometimes I run out of words that are transitional. <laughs> so cool is just kind of a placeholder. <laughs> uh, over on Disney Plus, um, it's kind of been slow, and then, bam, Mandalorian season two came on. So, if you're living in another world, Mandalorian season two is on there. You can catch up with it if you're a fan of Star okay, Wars. Okay, please Mando. don't. Can I ask you to just please not spoil this one? Really? Because I haven't seen it, and I know something major happens because Kendra said, how's Ron today? That's all she said. How's Ron today? I said, I don't know. He hasn't said anything. Oh, okay. You should check on him. That's what she said. You should check on him. So I don't know. I know something major happens. And so I told Zoe, can we please start watching the show? Why haven't you? Um... It's been out for a while. I know it has. Been out since mid-October. I mean, I may step out of the room if you're going to spoil it for me. But um, Ugh. anyway. The only way I would respect a spoiler is by having somebody in the room that's asking me to. Thank you. Okay. But if it's something that's really old, forget about it. This is not really <laughs> that old. It, it, it It's crossed my three-month line, I think. <laughs> has it? No, it hasn't. Yeah, that's pretty Close, I think. No. No, it has not. Not the ending. No. From the time it started it. Well, yeah. So I definitely do want to watch the show. I'm very interested in watching this show. Get on it. I know. There's um, a lot of shows. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff that happened during that show. Big stuff. Like, yeah, and especially if you are invested in any of the... External stuff that are outside of just the standard four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. You know, if you have investment in, did you go back and did you watch the Star Wars Rebels? Did you watch the Clone Wars, um, the TV shows that were really, really good, well written animated series? Um, so if you if you've had those, there are some payoffs in this that are just like cool make you feel really good about being a fan. But yeah, I'm not going to dig into it, but <clears throat> watch, watch it. it. Okay. Um, what did I say? Soul. 
mm-hmm. uh, that came out on that Christmas, Christmas Day. Day as well as Wonder Woman. That's right. Um, <clears throat> surprisingly good. I, I, was, I wasn't. Ex- I didn't know what to expect out I of it. I didn't know what to expect either. Especially since it was one of those. Here we're. Oh, speaking of that, I got another one. <laughs> um, because it was a here we're dropping this for free kind of thing. So I didn't know what to expect from it. Sure. Um, and also because, you know, I mean, you knew that it was going to be dealing with death. And it was like, really, do I want to watch something on Christmas Day about death? Especially with everything that's been going on in 2020. Didn't <laughs> I didn't really think about it being about death. Well, I mean, it was 100% about death. I understand that. <laughs> well, I know that, but I didn't watch. We didn't watch a preview. Oh. I thought you said when I when I brought it up last time. I thought you, you know, I, at least Kendra was talking about it. Um, I don't listen to her it, much. It surprised <laughs> me because like Mulan, you know, they put this. You know, yeah. you had the thirty dollars premiere access to watch Mulan for X and X, and then three months later they were going to drop it for free. And here was Soul. They're mm-hmm. just dropping it for free on Christmas Day. Um, A lot of people. It was Disney's little gift i mean it, it was, a, was a gift it was a good movie probably one of the better pixar movies i mean it that's probably what, put it in the top three of pixar I know. movies that is um yeah that's and uh, like outside of just like the the storyline the some of the background art just phenomenal mm-hmm. the the city building um in the cgi and that they rendered in the city blew me away I mean, I'm looking at some of the stuff and it was just gorgeous. Um, and that's something like the, the attention to detail that they put in those little things like, yeah, the, you know, you're paying attention to the, the jazz musician and his life and everything that's going on. But in the background is just this beautifully rendered world. And it's just how far we've come with computer graphics and gotten to this point where it just is flawless. Flawless. Um, so yeah, if you haven't seen Soul, I I greatly encourage you to see it. Um, shortly before Soul came out, Mulan became available to watch. We did talk. You did talk about Mulan. No, I Kendra told me not to watch it when it came out. Oh, <laughs> and you did, and I did. Why? <laughs> because I. Oh my gosh! Look at all your cute little guys over there. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I'm talking about the his. One in the middle. They're not bobbleheads. They're. See Maximus in the middle. Oh yes, that's hilarious. And we're talking about his um, pop Funko dolls, Funko heads, Wh- whatever they are. Yeah. Um. Sorry. So yeah, Mulan. And we watched it because we were Mulan. We liked Mulan, the animated series, and I just wanted or animated film, and I just wanted to compare it. And I hated it. <laughs> Okay. I mean, there's certain things when you take them out, make Mulan horrible. And the music is one of them. Yeah. And it was really weird hearing like right where, you know, a piece of music is supposed to be. And then you hear pieces of it in the score and you're like, just sing it. <laughs> just do it. Um, it they was just said weird. words that were in the score. No, you heard the score. Not not the words that were in the score. You mean the I, melody I and stuff that was in melody. the score. I know was the, there are no words in the score, 
my was the Emmett music the same stuff from that point in the that's too bad that would have been yeah you know, like when she's bringing the the water up to the top of the 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 thing yeah you know, mm-hmm. it's her breakout song and you hear it underscored it's like eh it you could have sung it no it it just uh, it didn't have the same feeling feeling so Mulan me. Save it for a rainy day if you have absolutely nothing else to watch. But I bet there's tons there's more. There's tons more to watch. Um, Disney is just starting to get the ball rolling here. Um, Mandalorian, you know, we had to wait a year between the two. And in between there, there wasn't much. But now that Mandalorian's come out, that's gone. And now we got WandaVision uh, just started this last Friday with two episodes and it's just going to be like a rolling ball because as soon as that's done, we get like two weeks and then Falcon and the Winter Soldier comes out. Then you get two weeks. Then you get Loki comes out and then the stuff in the in the theater start coming out. And it's just how long until Loki? Not much longer. We got uh, so WandaVision has nine episodes and then I think it's like two or three weeks. And then uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier starts up in a Emerald. March, March. And then that goes for, I don't know, eight, eight to 10 episodes. Stan, and then May is when Loki. And Sebastian's, in between that is when Black Widow is supposed to happen. So Sebastian Stan is going to play. Yeah. Okay. Yep. There's already so a trailer. There's Sebastian Stan and then there's going to be Tom. Yeah. Mm, okay. But I mean, the ball is, ball is rolling big at Disney now. Um, it just kind of took a little while for... It to get moving and now it's just going to be, you know, fun. And they're not doing the Netflix thing of dropping it all at the same time or even a couple of the other streaming services. They're so those they're one episode a week things. And so WandaVision was an exception by throwing out two on the. So first. they threw out two. Yeah. Okay. So let's discuss this real quick because I didn't. I will admit, admittedly, I. What I I watched them maybe half-heartedly. I'm not sure. I can't remember. I think I've been in a daze for a little while. But I did watch them. And then the, the second one definitely had a bewitched feel. What was the first one? Kind of a mix of Leave It to Beaver and Dick Van Dyke. That's what I thought. Okay. I That's yeah. what I was thinking. And um, then you've got um, Andy Griffith slash Bewitched for the second one i only because the, the, the um the the template they used was the bewitched template and um but the andy griffith show more for the um they kind of walk and follow the characters around outside of the house uh-huh. and that was kind of one of the first shows to kind of do that because they had big sprawling studio sets so they could follow anywhere they wanted on the streets and that kind of opened up that and then I think the next episode we're going to probably move into like the Brady Bunch, uh, oh god, type era. Well, you know it's it's that kind of era. That's my problem. Here's my this is my issue. And now that you're saying that there's little Easter eggs everywhere, then I will go back and watch again and see if I can figure them out. Well, I, when I say that they're they're deep cut Easter eggs, but they're trying. You're also trying to figure out. Can you why. give us an example of one? Um, in Bewitched, there is a helmet in the intro. There's a helmet of one of the biggest villains in WandaVision oh, well, universe. Actually, she got that one already. 
So there's stuff like that. But then on the table and their lamp, there's a little uh, figure there. Um, but like you're, uh, I think the series great is so far is because, you know, this is all happening inside Wanda's mind in her reality. So why, why, did, she, why did she construct this? Why? Well, if you go back to her, her beginnings, she was created in a lab. Mm-hmm. Okay. She probably watched a lot of Americanized television. I guess. And so, so her safe space is probably creating this televised world of, you know, she probably watched like Leave it to Beaver, Andy Griffith, the Brady Bunch, all these West, uh, West-based TV shows. All of these and TV shows that are based on a... A happy, good... No, a... The no, whole, it's a happy facade. I guess, yes, it's a happy facade, but it's all based on these funny little things where people misunderstand what they're saying because people don't really actually say what they are meaning to say. They're just kind of assuming that the other person is talking about what they're talking about, which drove me nuts because I... You know, I'm over it. We're different generations, though. That was funny to them. Well, it was funny to me then, but now I'm like, okay, she's not talking about your anniversary. You know what I mean? I'm just kind of. Yeah. So it was but you, annoying. You, you can't get angry at what they're doing. She, I know. she's stuck in a reality, and she's trying to like piece everything together. And it seems to me like she's trying to come to grips to where she is now except that the one thing it was at the end of that show was kind of touching because sorry it's been out for you know not long uh we're not doing spoilers on mandalorian shut up i'm just saying that um it's sweet because they realize something about themselves at the end of it because of the misunderstanding do you know what I'm saying? About the um about the anniversary misunderstanding. They they learn something about themselves. And there are a couple of them. There are a couple of them. They're couple. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but the question is, how is she seeing him? I don't know. There there's a lot of layers to this. Do you know how he's, she's saying, seeing him? It's her reality. She's that's what she's a master of recreating reality. So it's so in, where is she? That's what it's all going to be fun to figure out. Oh, so that's what we're trying to figure out is yeah. why she's doing this and why and where is she? Where and was each she in of the these, last each one? of these characters that she's meeting have deep backgrounds in different Marvel characters in the universe, and so. We're figuring out like who's who and they're nobody you've met yet. These are okay. all new people and good. Cause I um, was thinking the only one that you have met so far would be. There is one. The yes, but she was a little girl. Okay. Don't say as far as I'm going, but um, yeah, I, I like the direction it's headed and I like that it's playing, you know, a little okay. bit above Pleasantville theme here and there with a like, little burst of color in the black and white. Yes. Um, okay. Well, like, you're making it sound a heck of a lot more interesting. But even like the the commercial breaks that they have they, that are hidden, like messages within the commercial breaks. You know, he talks about the Strucker watch. Well, Strucker yes. is Baron von Strucker from Latvia. Um, what I'd be, I'd be 
I would love, 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 love if this opened up Dr. Doom to being a person in the universe. Since now that they've introduced the Fantastic Four will be coming out. Um, Side note, if you don't know what that means, um, Disney had a huge investor day back in middle of December where they kind of laid out, hey, here's all the things coming out in the next two or three years. There's a lot. I'm not going to go through it all. There's a lot. There's a lot. And if you haven't heard about it for, by now, just Google it. We'll include a link in one of our in our things. Um, but yeah, the Fantastic Four are going to be part of the Marvel Universe, which means that opens the door for all the X-Men, all the mutants, and all the fun characters that they have now They did talk about this Fox. at dinner. I was kind of spaced out that they did talk about that part where they're now... There was an there was an issue with, and now they're bringing it all to, all together. So that's yeah. kind of and it's and kind this, of exciting. This this and Doctor Strange and it's just everything just kind of you know they've threaded the needle for ten years, and it paid off in Avengers Endgame. You know to be able to keep threading the needle like they did through all those movies, and now now we're moving forward. And how do we do it? So we literally go off on side tangents on no, this just, all day. You're just laughing because I it it would take too long. So I would but, really go off on tangent. But at least you know we finally get to see Elizabeth Olsen do a little bit more acting, and I am so glad to finally like she's see that. awesome. Anyway. She's so awesome. She's so much better than her sisters. She's in so many other great movies, by the yeah. way. So check her out in some other movies too. But I, I like that she's having her moment. Here. Me too. You know, she's having her Marvel moment of it's her. And Paul Bettany's getting his path. As a side note, Paul Bettany has been in the Marvel universe for three decades. Across three decades. They're using most of it as a basis. But, I mean, there's some things that you just can't like, hey, we can't go 146 episodes here. <laughs> we need to kind of make this uh, clear. And she says the same shortcuts. voice. Same voice as as the actor that's in Agent Carter. Is no, that true? No. No. Jarvis is Paul Bettany. That's what I thought. And he's that's why I said he's been over three decades. So he was the first in Iron Man in two thousand eight. And he's been all the way through and then he became Vision. See, to me um, he's in the, the guy beautiful who, mind. The guy who plays um Jarvis in the in the Agent Carter is in Master and Commander. Okay. He is the like first mate. Yeah. In Master and Commander. That's the same guy. Okay. Oh, and she'll be heartbroken that she got that wrong. Maybe I won't tell her. Anyway. But they I don't think they re, I don't think they reveal his name until the last episode, right? No, I don't know. Jarvis. Or maybe it was at the end no. of the first episode or something like that. Yeah. There she was says a, Jarvis. a little bit of a reveal. They're like, oh, and Jarvis. <laughs> no, they like, say Jarvis. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Apple TV Plus, over to you. Oh, I was just going to say Apple TV Plus had a show that I watched because my friend Jill, Jill was saying, you need to go over and watch this show with Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant. Uh, And it is called The Undoing. Did you hear about it? It's on HBO Max, isn't it? No, it's not. It's on, is it on HBO Max? No, it's not. 
Did I mess up again? I thought it was on Apple Plus. HBO Max. Damn it. Okay, so Apple TV. Am I going to be right if I say Dickinson? Yes. Okay. I think it's, they start on season two. Okay. So we are doing, okay, Apple TV. Apple TV has Dickinson, which Jason actually wants us. (laughs) He came in and he said, I have this show that we should all watch together as a family. (laughs) No, I know. And I said, oh, okay. And so we're all sitting in the kitchen and he's like, I think we should all watch this together. And so I said, oh, well, is there like a trailer or something? He's like, yes. And started playing the trailer. And I said, um, honey, I don't, I don't think we should be watch, watching this as um, a family. He's like, oh, well, I didn't, I didn't realize. I didn't realize that. <laughs> Anyway, I thought that was really funny. Like, I'm so excited we can watch this family movie. I don't know what he was thinking, but. So, did you watch any of it? Um, I haven't gotten to it yet. Okay. But he started it. Um, he started it, but I haven't watched it. I'm curious to see how far he got through it by himself. But, um, we we made it through about four or five episodes, and then you were bored. No, I got involved in something else and I forgot to go back into it. And I think season two has already started or starts soon. Um, no, I... That's Haley, Haley Steinfeld, right? Isn't that? I believe so. I was... I thought it was creative. I thought it was well-written. I like their, their use of um, modern music and the way they were trying to tell a story and be a little bit different about it. Uh, it just like, again, it was, I think we got four or five episodes in it and something else came out at that time and distracted me from watching it. And I keep meaning to go back. I'm seeing things like Palmer. Oh yes. Palmer, uh, with Justin Timberlake. Uh-huh. Uh, did that, you watch it? Uh, hasn't come out yet. Right. Um, losing Alice. Has that come out? No, Wolf Walkers it. is on there. I think Wolf Walkers is on there now. That's a it's, animated yeah, film. Yeah, and it's it it got fantastic reviews. Oh, the Snoopy Show. Um, yeah, Snoopy Show's been on there for a while. I haven't um, seen this. There was show. a trailer um, that just came out this week. Um, for those who have watched For All Mankind season one, season two is trailer is up. What's Ghost Rider? A uh, kid show. Looks fun. And I have been watching the Oprah conversations or something. Is it Oprah, Oprah conversation? Yeah, because she has been talking to some people that I am interested in. So um, she actually talks to Matthew McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey about his book that I'm going to mention later. I'm sorry, people. But I have to go back to Netflix real quick. Because I read a an article that said, due to the popularity of Bridgerton, I'm hoping I'm saying that correctly, 
they are renewing it for eight seasons. Eight? Eight. Eight seasons. That's what they said. This comes from Shonda, uh, Shonda Land or whatever. And the writer wrote for, um, wrote for, uh, Grey's Anatomy and for, um, the one with Kerry Washington scandal. And everybody was talking about it. Have you watched it? Have you watched it? Have you watched it? Have you watched it? Like everyone was asking me if I'd watched this. So I started watching it. Okay. Here is my. That's why. Okay. I d- what? Because there's eight books and there's eight children. So I know that that's okay. why that, that makes a little more sense as, as opposed to them just randomly throwing out, Hey, we're going to renew you for eight seasons without having Yeah. That's a why plan. I didn't understand it either. Cause, like, Cause Kendra was like, that means there's going to be a baby in each book. I said, what? She go to something like Game of Thrones, like Game of Thrones didn't even have eight books and they got eight seasons, but that was more because of money. <laughs> Gosh. Um, I, so I, I started watching it. And first of all, I, I, I'm going to be really unpopular, but I don't get it, people. I don't. I don't understand. I think that um, the Duke, yes, I liked him. I found him to be um, a good actor, facial, like his facial, his facial um, features, not facial features, are nice. But um, just like... The way uh, he can tell, you can tell how he's feeling. Uh, but the main character, oh, sorry, who is this sweet-faced little thing with bangs, and she drove me crazy. She absolutely had no personality, and then Kendra got mad at me. It was just like, have you seen all of, there's eight episodes. I got to six or something and then I just couldn't I was pretty much done I was actually done after three and I was like okay well something major happens in this episode so I skipped that episode it was a sex scene I'm like okay then it's like basically that's what it is sex all over the place I don't care Uh, they made a saga off of Twilight they made a saga off of Fifty Shades of Grey that's why I was like, some is this are, 50 shades of gray, except that it's, it's some people's cup of tea. I mean, she's never seen 50 shades of gray, <clears throat> but I'm just like, I don't really care about that. I mean, yes. I mean, I don't know. I found it to be, gee, she doesn't want to get married and they fight. And so they're going to pretend to like each other. And then they actually fall in love. And I was like, come on. How many times have we seen this? Except that I'm, we have, I'm pretty sure we have people out there listening that talk the same way about me when I talk about Marvel movies. Okay, fine. That's fine. Yeah. They can hate me for this. It's fine. Like they hated Marvel movie talk. I'm saying that Bridgerton, I do not get it. And I find maybe if they would have cast it differently, because like, for instance, Alan Pompeo was in, um, a movie that I had seen that was a sleeper right before Grey's Anatomy. And I actually own the movie, but I, 
and um, a sleeper, except that it had Dustin Hoffman and Susan Sarandon and Jake Gyllenhaal in it, but whatever. She was basically an unknown, but I found her, I just, I kind of found her fascinating. She was deep. She had emotions that we understood. This chick, I guess she gets mad because, I mean, everybody's watched the show, so whatever, right? Maybe not. Okay, she gets mad at him over something, and she just, she gets mad at him. I, I don't really care. I'm... So I'm not a fan. I am the only woman. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to ask your wife to see if she liked it. But I, yeah, I'm going to say that I'm... The I only, don't know. For me, it was there's just, something about that time period that just doesn't interest me. Oh, there's a lot of things that interest me in that time period. Just I just, I just find like a lot of things keep falling in that time period. Like the... I just don't... Just, her sister was really interesting because she didn't really care about getting married. She was just, she was really kind of interesting. I liked her, but um, I think that they needed to recast the main girl. She has a name. I could give her a name if you'd like. Um, but I think lead girl is a good name. Lead girl. She's 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 <laughs> the bridge. She, she's the Bridgerton. Her name. It's just she's, lead. She's the Bridgerton girl. girl that um the whole thing's revolving around so if you know the show then you know when you know who i'm talking about you really don't even need daphne um played by phoebe somebody i can't read my hand uh or i think that's right um yeah okay that's really all i need to say it's just that i just I every time I see it on there, I'm just like, I don't renewed for eight seasons. But you know what? There's a lot of things that you know you're right. People don't like, and they can't believe that people watch these movies. So you're right, or, or these shows. Yep. So anyway, um, is there anything else? I mean, I mean, how long has Bachelor been on? I'm gonna <laughs> laugh at that. <clears throat> I don't watch that either. Yeah. But yeah, I watched it when it, how long has that been on? Well, Grey's Anatomy came out. My wife still watches it. I can't anymore. Moving on, sorry. So, uh, yeah, moving on. Um, Peacock and Paramount, I haven't seen anything new coming up on there that's been of interest. Uh, Over on HBO Max, there's been a pretty steady stream (laughs) of new stuff. Um, (laughs) I keep trying to say. Things that are on HBO Max for the show, for other things. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, she already she already uh, did one, The Undoing. Um, the Undoing, which was really with Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant, um, which was uh, good. I felt like they did. They, they I mean, she, yeah, they they both did a really good job, and even the son was a really great little actor, and I. I thought, and Donald Sutherland is in it, um, who's fantastic, by the way. Uh, so I recommend that one. That was a really good one. It's a mystery, so I can't say too much about it. I'm not going, dun, dun, dun. and I am not going to spoil it for you. Um, there's another one on there that came on recently with Melissa McCarthy. I think it's Super Intelligence. 
It's got James Corden as the voice of a super intelligence and Melissa McCarthy. Um, yeah, it was okay. I, I, James Corden and Melissa McCarthy have a good rapport back and forth, but she was basically talking to like a recording and not actually re- responding to James Corden. So it'd be I interesting know. to see if the two of them on screen together doing something. Um, uh, more recently, uh, you have, uh, like we briefly mentioned Wonder, Wonder Woman 84, um, big comic book lover, of course, was looking forward to the next installment of Wonder Woman. Um, unfortunately I was greatly disappointed. I, we were looking forward to it as well and um, it was just awful. First off, I hate the eighties. So, <laughs> um, there was a little okay. bit of bias going into this that like, uh, okay, what the, are they going to do? Cause they're going to, I you knew right Stranger off. Things 80s didn't Yeah. But there's like Stranger Things makes you feel like you're part of the eighties. It doesn't feel like it's playing to like a joke of the eighties. Whereas it seemed like Wonder Woman 84 was exploiting every little, Oh, you remember this from the 80s? Like, oh, here's the parachute pants. You remember these? Oh, remember these weird shirts that people used to wear? Like, weird, just 80s stuff that was like, annoyed me kind of thing. I understand. It was like the um, whole get Stranger up. Things kind of make me feel, at least like the first two seasons kind of made me feel like I was a kid again. Like, you know, I could have seen myself as part of that group and it just wasn't like, oh, here's... Or such and such, uh, whatever. But um, it was too long. Oh, um, God. It was. The storyline was... Bad. I don't want to say it was... Bad. It was too convoluted for what it was. They made it overcomplicated when it was a very simple storyline. Um, and I think Chris... Uh, what's her name? The one from Saturday Night Live that's from here. I um, know. That plays Cheetah. I know. Um, I think she was miscast. Wig. Yeah, Kristen Wiig. She was. I think it, she was miscast as the villain. And I honestly don't think that character needed to be in there because. I didn't think so either. It played against Wonder Woman. And uh, the same with Chris Pine. I don't think Chris Pine should have came back. That was strange. Um, we didn't get that either. Yeah, there's just. I have a lot of problems with the movie. There are some good moments in it that I enjoy. I love watching Wonder Woman fight. I think the the fight scenes that they do with her are fun. But I just didn't like the movie. I didn't like the villain either. The movie should have been a half an hour, 45 minutes shorter than what it was. I hated the villain. Is the villain somebody we know? It's Pedro Pascal. He's the Mandalorian. He also was in Narcos. I'm sorry. I don't like him. I think he's a great actor. I think it was just a Ugh. horrible role. Ugh. Um, but anyway. Go watch. Go, if you want to see him in, in good writing, go watch Narcos. Fine. It's on Netflix. I'll do that. Um, you'll have to read a lot of subtitle reading. But, but I can deal with that. I'm just mentioning it's. Yeah. I actually got HBO Max. It's on Netflix. No, I know. But I'm saying that I actually got bought HBO Max specifically for uh, West Wing to be able to watch the, the West, yeah, the, the benefit when we all vote. That's why I got it. And it was worth it. It was worth it for me. HBO Max has been worth it in a lot of levels for me. 
Um, um, do you watch Euphoria? No. I don't either. Um, but there was another movie that came out uh, this past weekend um, called Lockdown with, I can't even say his name. <laughs> I'm not even going to attempt to say it because I always screw it up. Um, and Anne Hathaway are in it. Um, hmm. Oh. Ethway. Ethway. Oh, oh I, I know. Okay. So his name is, oh, jeez. I don't want to say it because everybody's going to be, I can't believe that you can't say his name. Show it well, a full floor. Oh my don't, gosh. Like, you I are can't just like say it without John Travolta it. right just now. Watch the trailer and you get his name. Can't you just do it on Google and then have it say it for you? No. They can't do it. It would be nice if there's like, yeah, how do you say this name? Some some they do. A lot um, of times you just go to the interviews, but we don't have time for that. So I got I saw the trailer on Wednesday. And you saw it? And, and I thought, well, this looks interesting. Cause, you know, it, it started out like, oh, it's going to be a story about a man and a wife that are on the rocks that ended up getting locked in together during the start of COVID. Um, and then it, you know, you start going through some of the funny, like, Oh, you remember this in COVID? You remember this start of the pandemic? Remember this? Remember this? Uh Um, and then the trailer kind of makes a left turn and you're like, it turns into being like a jewel heist caper. I'm like, well, this took a left turn. This looks interesting. And so, uh, Friday or Saturday, we decided to watch it. Um, and sure enough, I mean, just take that trailer and spread it out over two hours. And, um, the first four fifths of the movie is basically like, Hey, remember this during COVID? Do you remember when mm-hmm. everybody went outside the doors and banged their pans together, um, for the, you mm-hmm. know, for the hospitals, but, um, it's all set in England. So it, it's a little bit things, a couple things are a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it centers around the Anne and um, his character being on the verge of separating, and they get locked in together, and they can't go anywhere. So they keep getting, you know, like, oh, we're only locked in here for two weeks. Oh, now we're locked in here for four weeks. Oh, now we're locked in here for six weeks. Kind of just keeps adding up, and the tensions be- between them. But she is in a big insurance company that insures. Um, these big, uh, high expensive diamonds from, um, what's the big Herod's, 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 whatever the big, um, fancy department store is in, uh, England. And these diamonds are supposedly on display in there. And so when everything got closed down, they were insured for those. So they had to go in there and pick them up. And so the whole thing is dealing with everything else. And then her husband ends up being the guy that has to go in and grab the diamonds. And so they come up with a scheme to end up stealing the diamond and walking away with $3 million. So it, it seems interesting from the trailer. It doesn't seem interesting from the way I explained it. (laughs) And I really don't think the payoff in the movie is worth it. Um, it takes too long to get there. Um, and it doesn't make it as exciting as what the trailer, it really is more of like, Hey, we did like 
four fifths of this movie in COVID lockdown. And then we were allowed to go out and film mm. um, outside with studio and people and mm. that's too bad. kind of thing. Um, I want to see underwater. Uh, so what? I want to see underwater. It's actually with, I have actually grown to like Kristen Stewart. I'm going to say it here. I did not like Kristen Stewart for a very long time, which is probably not unfair because of the Twilight thing. Um, even though she was fantastic. And, uh, you loved her in Charlie's Angels, didn't you? I didn't see it. Um, no, she was fantastic with Jodie Foster in Safe Room. Is that it? <laughs> Safe Room. She was little in that. And Jared Leto was in it. She like 12. She was great, though. I mean, but underwater has her in it and she looks, she looks awesome. Um, I think that she looks good and it looks good. And I want to, I tried to watch Euphoria. It's just a little dark for me, even though, um, Zendaya does a good job. And the flight attendant was really up there for a long time. I liked flight attendant. Did you? I really did. And I didn't stupid to me. Well, but it looked. It looked stupid. Is it not? So, is it supposed to be funny? It's got some funny moments in it, but it's more of like a dark comedy thriller. Thr- um, thriller. Yes, it's a unraveling. Okay. <clears throat> so she starts. She's a flight attendant. She meets a guy on a plane. They go out. She gets drunk. They party, 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 party. She wakes up the next morning. The guy's throat is slit next to her, and he's dead. And so she's waking up, has no memory as to what happened. And so the whole series is her figuring out what happened to this guy. But she keeps getting pulled back into her mind where she actually has conversations with him as she's piecing together things that happen. Um, But it's it's Kaylee um, Kaylee from uh, Big Bang Theory. Mm -hmm. Um, It's her first. I think it's her first foray out of doing anything outside of Big Bang Theory um, since that ended. Um, And I think it was great for her. I think, to me, I enjoyed it. And I didn't realize why I think I enjoyed it too much is it's actually based off a graphic novel. And it plays like a graphic novel. It has these very funny moments and things are very stylized and the casting is great. Um I just, I liked it a lot. I, and my wife liked it a lot and it was more of like, cool. Just take one from the vault. Let's say you got HBO max, but you've never had HBO before. Okay. Cause it's possible. Um, I'm not going to be one of those people that say you have to watch game of Thrones. That's not me, but you have to watch six feet under. Do you agree? Have you watched six feet under? No, never really had an interest in it. Oh my gosh. It's really, really good. What I am checking out though on HBO Max is Leftovers. So good. Loved it. Love it. And so we're we're like episode six of season three on Leftovers right it's now. It's really good, except that that they stop. I mean like they stop making the show. Yeah. And it kind of should not have stopped. 
actually, that that um, there are some episodes that um, are fantastic on that show. I saw here, and some really great acting um, by uh, the woman that he becomes interested in. Nora. But, yes. Um, yeah, that's really good stuff. But I, I just wanted to say that people should watch that. Yeah. Those shows, those two yeah, shows yeah. are actually great. I, I watched, um, let them all talk because I'm a Meryl Streep fan and Diane Weist fan. And I also enjoy some Candace Bergen. Hmm. A lot of people like this movie. I watched it and it kind of rolled over me and I didn't quite see the point of it. I don't, I don't know. I didn't, I don't know. It's a Steven Soderbergh. It's Steven Soderbergh. So that's why I watched it and... I guess people can watch it and make their own judgment on if they thought that it made sense to them why it was made or if it didn't. But um, yeah, there is a Meryl Streep movie on there with Diane Weiss that I love. I I just want Diane Weiss to read books to me. (laughs) Anyway, um, you had something to say about Speaking of uh, of these, I'm seeing Sex in the City, and you said you had something to say about Sex in the City. Uh, yeah, it was just revealed this week that they're coming back. They're all coming back. All of all I, four. I'm pretty sure all of them are coming back. I cannot. Said after 17 seasons, they're coming back. Un. But anybody that's ever read anything, I was trying to go to bed. And my wife's playing the trailer. <laughs> it's like, oh, there's oh, a trailer. No. <laughs> I just, I can't believe it because I don't think these women like each other. It could be all a hoax, but I don't really think they like each other. But, um, as you said, money makes people may, they may like each other now a little bit more. Yeah. So yeah, sex and city is coming back. So a couple other things, I'm just kind of going to wash over a couple other things that came out here. Um, and over on CBS plus, uh, the stand, a remake. I saw um, that. We're three episodes in. And? It's dark. Um, <laughs> I Did you read the book? I may have read the book and I may have watched the original series, but it's been so long that I don't remember much of it and not much is like, oh, I remember that. Um, so I'm just going to kind of let the episodes pile up and then come back to it mm-hmm. and watch it just because it's one of those ones I think I just got to kind of watch all in succession instead of having the, the dip out. You saw a lot of stuff. Um, and then, uh, if you're into star Trek discovery, season two is out, uh, over on epics, Pennyworth season two is out. Uh, Netflix Cobra Kai season three is out. And if you haven't caught the first two seasons, Netflix acquired those from, I believe it was YouTube. Um, and they're now all on Netflix. Everyone's and talking about it's that. Fantastic. They love you it. You know, it, it's well done. Um, people like it a lot. It's, it's perfect. It makes fun of itself in a good way, you know, and it sounds like a good thing to be watching. If you're really depressed about everything else that's going on in the world, you should probably be watching the show. Maybe, maybe watch, maybe watch the movie first and then go watch it. That sounds funny. 
Sounds good. I, I, I like what it's come from like the first two episodes I watched. Like, you know, I think we talked about this Long time two ago. years ago, three years ago with Anthony. And it's like, I, I wasn't completely sold on it. Mm-hmm. And I ended up watching the first season. I really liked it. Then I watched the second season. I really liked it. And then to find out that Netflix took it all over and then we were able to get a season three. I was like really happy. And, and so was season three or season four, season three, season four. No idea. (laughs) Season three is what you have. I think it's season three. Maybe it's season four. I think it's season three. (laughs) Anyways, they're all on Netflix. They're fantastic. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just great. And it pays off. It pays off. I mean, if, if you were a fan of any karate kid in any level, it, it pays off. My um, youngest needs to watch Karate Kid. My oldest has watched all of them, so she'll like it. But yeah, a lot of people have said really good things about it, so I think we should watch that. And so there's a lot of stuff oh. there and a lot of stuff that we've watched. Did you like prom? Um, I did. I, I mean, I, it wasn't the <laughs> best thing I watched, but I did for what it was. We had fun watching it. And Zoe, Zoe let the girls enjoyed the music. I didn't because of the Broadway show, and it's like I, Zoe did too. It was so far out of my peripheral that I really didn't know it, and I felt terrible because Zoe watched it by herself. I was supposed to watch it with her, but I got busy doing stuff, and then she watched. Sat there, poor little girl, watched it by herself. She knew the music. She had a good time. She liked it. Yeah, and it, it was good to have Meryl just blow her pipes out. I mean, she, you know, it's not something you get to see very often. Because I heard she of, did better. And that she did better in this movie than she did in the Into the Woods, yeah. Because Into the Woods was No, not Into the Woods. ABBA. The ABBA movie. Oh, yeah. I yeah, I think it was just it's just written differently. I mean ABBA ABBA, ABBA music is horrible. <laughs> um that this gave her the opportunity to like it was written with her in mind, probably. I mean but yeah, I mean, if you're if you're a Broadway musical fanatic and you need something good and happy and uplifting to watch, prom is right up there. Okay, so then going to the other side, Midnight Sky. How'd you feel? Ambitious. Um, I think Clooney was trying to make a lot more out of that film than I think what there was to make. Um, I had to watch it. I was watching it in parts. It's just difficult, yeah. by the way. I mean, I watched I watched the whole thing all in one. I I just think I think he was trying to do more with the movie than what could be done with the movie. Like there wasn't a lot of substance there to to make it reach the end goal. It was hard to. <laughs> it was it was hard to. Like, it was kind of like halfway through. I kind of figured out. I'm like, oh. Well, I know who she is, and she's not real. Well, she is real, but she's not there. Right. And then, like, once you figured that out, you're like, hmm. When it finally reveals it at the end, you're like, well, duh. And what did you think about Ma Rainey's Black Bottom? I heard it was fantastic. Okay. But I didn't see it. Performances, off the charts, great. I love just seeing Chadwick Boseman back one more time with something, but it was hard watching him. Sure. Because 
what now that you know he was sick during the filming it was last thing you're just like all that kept creeping into my head i'm like man look how sick he like you could physically see when when you've watched him as black panther and mm-hmm. you see the mm-hmm. physical transformation that it's like what's the only other comparison i can it's like watching um and this wasn't because he's sick it was because it was a uh it was a choice when Christian Bale went from being Batman to being the machinist, you know, that it's so it's drastic enough that it's noticeable. Wow. You know, it wasn't machinist level okay. sickness, mm-hmm. but Christian Bale's was a choice. Chadwick's yeah. was not a choice. And, but anyways, um, but then you, you I, recommend I, the, it. the, the, the four musicians, uh, with Chadwick and I, I don't, remember the names of the three other guys. I just know them from different projects that they've been involved in. Um, I loved it. I, I, I liked th- that aspect of it. I don't think the storyline for the whole, there was something missing at the end and I don't know what it was. Okay. You get 30 it, seconds to go through these other ones. No, you get 15 seconds for each one. Okay. But uh, I, yeah, I'm, if you haven't seen Ma Rainey, I, I, I suggest you watch it because the, Okay. The scenes with the four musicians in the practice room are fantastic. Okay. And this was all based off of, um, this is it Arthur. No, this is, Don't know. it was a play. Okay. It, um, I can't remember his name. He's the same one who did the Denzel Washington. I don't know. And it's okay that you don't know because I'm giving you 15, 15. Okay. So ready? History of swear words. Go. It's funny for what it is. Okay. Death to 220. Horrible. And I didn't need a reminder of 2020, but I watched it just because. Grand Tour, A Massive Hunt. I already talked about it. You did. You did? Yes. Right. Amazon. I have a memory issue. And then you watch the Die Hard, Hard Saga again. It's good. Great. I think we have everything that you taught. I think. I saw Fat Man. Oh, you did? <laughs> Unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> the The best part of that is Walter Goggins. Okay. We Seeing both, Walter Goggins as a, as a. B, we both, did we, we didn't talk about Tenant. We didn't talk about it together, but I enjoyed it. Did you enjoy it or not? For what it was. Yes. Okay. I mean, I enjoyed I, I it. I would have. I would have gone to see it again. enjoyed it better if I had saw it on an IMAX. I went to see it in IMAX. I know you did. It was awesome. I actually really enjoyed it and I would have gone to see it again. Um, and I was so thrilled to go see it. I was just like, I it was the first movie experience I'd had in months and I was by myself and it was fantastic. Anyway. I'm, I'm pretty sure Christopher Nolan could just make a movie about a quarter spinning on a table and I would still watch it. I just, there's something about his movies that are beautiful to watch yeah um but the storyline might have not been the best it might have not been the most complete i know but it was simplistic enough i understood it i mean i had and many people were like what's the point of that i understood it and especially how it ended but what this movie solidified for me is i love and this was kind of going back to uh, the movie he was in with uh, spike lee's film i can't remember the name of it right now um was is john david washington is becoming very quickly one of my favorite actors, Denzel's son. He's just, mm-hmm. he is phenomenal. And I'm very glad that Robert Pattinson is the next Batman. I am too. I am right. 
this is the first time I've felt comfortable watching him in something and saying he is a damn fine actor. And he was in that other movie with. Yes. Holland, Tom Holland. Yes. And he was good in that one, too. Um, I, I think he's he's done well in his career to distance himself from yes. oh, Twilight and everything job. that came away with that. And he, you know, if you look at his career, he kind of went away from that big blockbuster thing and went and just did little art films, mm-hmm. art films, art films, art films. And Very here he smart. is. And Very smart. I am looking forward to seeing him I am too. in Batman. And He'll be great. But He'll be really well. Uh, John David Washington is the... I just, I he think he great. is, he was, he was really, I think he's a better actor than his father. I should say great one more time and see what happens. Great. Um, <laughs> the queen's gambit. I enjoyed, I will say that I liked the first part of it better than the second part of it. And there's only, I, I think there's only eight episodes, I believe, but I really liked the beginning more than the end. Um, I'm going to say something. Okay. Eight episodes. All series, I think, need to be at eight episodes. Okay. The more I've watched over the last three years, especially as we've been doing this, as I've been increasing my watching of streaming, eight episodes seems to be perfect. I except for the ones that I really love, but other than that, but that that's the point. No, I think they get you can get rid of the stuff that doesn't need to be there and focus on a good story. I've just, I've, I've, I've back. seen when they've gone to 10, I feel like, or 11, uh, 12, 24. You've uh, seen when they've gone to 24. Have you, have you seen well, 24? The 24 as in like the show. Yeah. 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 Well, but those were like, those were broadcast TV. I'm, I'm more talking about the stuff that have gone first streaming. Okay. Because they, they feel like a focused a more focused movie and a more focused story. Well, it depends on how, how old, how long they are too. Like that depends on how long they are. Some of them are 30 minutes. Some of them are an hour and that makes a big difference too. Like if you have a, the 30 minute ones, bam, 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 bam. I mean, I, 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 I really like the 30 minute ones. I'm going to stand by my assessment that I think anything over eight episodes is. Okay. That's fine. Um, uh, talked about that. Talked about that. Talked about that. As, mu- about as that. much as I want more Talked episodes. And, but, yeah. oh, we watched Host. I don't know what. We watched it on, and it was a horror movie during the pandemic. It's like, because they're all, um, one of them has to be the host, and they're all on computers, and we watched because we like horror movies, and we did it when Jason's sister was it, and we, or like Halloween weekend or something. And, um... You know, it was sort of fun, but only if you're needing something to watch that's not that serious. But yeah, and that's about it. Everything else we talked about because you talked about it, and I, I saw a site. I. We're we're running long, and I really want to talk about this movie, but I feel like ugh, I have too much to say about it. So. Give a preview of what you want to say. Okay, so 
Maybe, maybe you can have a, a side episode of it. Maybe I can. I watched A Silent Voice because my niece Mackenzie, uh, Kendra's little sister, wanted um, wanted us to watch it. And it's excellent. It's it's anime, and I've seen anime before. Obviously, we actually own anime movies, but I hadn't seen this particular director, um, which I can't. It's not coming to the top of my head, but A Silent Voice is on Netflix right now, and it deals with. This is not. Um, this is not one for really young. This is not. Let me see here. I would say my daughter at eleven is. Mm, mature enough to see it, but I wouldn't go with an in, like a really immature. I would say it's like start at like twelve or thirteen, um, because but it really deals a lot with anxiety. They do a great job with it's gorgeous. It's a beautiful movie. It deals with anxiety. It deals with um bullying. It nails that perfectly nails bullying it it uh facial expressions the just the colors and the water like that sounds crazy but and then um they actually had um the girl that gets bullied is uh she's she's deaf so she can't so she talks the way you know what i mean how she thinks that she can talk and they actually have a deaf girl playing her they, she, who's doing the voicing. Um, and I should be giving everyone these names, but I am not. So, um, but I would say that I'll go into more of a detailed thing. Maybe I'll do a little write up. That's what I'll do. I'll do a little write up on line about it because I really feel like it deserves more than what I'm giving it because it's, a beautiful, gorgeous movie, and I cried. Um, it deals with it. It it does deal with uh, suicide, but it, it deals with it in a different way. It deals with a lot of different things that kids are are going through right now. Um. I cried because I was sad, and I cried because I was happy. I'll say that, but I cried a lot. But it's uh, it's definitely worth watching um, with your kids. I don't think you'll get bored, um, and you don't have to read anything. It is dubbed, um, so English, yeah. So you don't have to read anything. People get all whacked out about that for some reason, but. A Silent Voice on Netflix. Watch it with your kids, um, and if, or just watch it yourself. It's really, it's a really gorgeous movie. So I'm going to stop there. There's other anime shows that I want to talk about, but I think I'm going to push them to our next episode because I don't want to short sight them. Cool. Um, yeah, I'm not invested too much in anime. So I know. You're I just- not. That's okay. I wasn't. In, I wasn't either. I really wasn't. And then, um, we have a girl on our street, Maya, who watches. It's all, all she watches anime. And then when Mackenzie came over the summer, she's fifteen. She watched anime. Um, she watched Shira. And then, um, 
and then she watches tons of anime and I don't know. I kind of just got into it because I wanted to be able to talk to her in a way. But then for me, for me, it was more of, I just couldn't get into the art style. So I just didn't. Well, you'd, you'd, you'd actually be surprised. No, I've, I've seen tons. I just haven't. There's a lot that dug into. There's a lot that that aren't what you think. I mean, some are different. Some, I don't know. There's a lot of different types in a way. So, yeah. But I'm not, see, I'm not big into cartoons. Not weird. Not big into cartoons. But I feel like these are deeper. Some of these movies just got some depth to them that you just wouldn't normally have with a cartoon. There we go. Okay. Shall we go into Radar and Q? Uh, yeah. All right. Let's do it. Um, my Radar and Q is pretty simple. Um, keep on watching WandaVision. Um, I, News of the World is on my Q. Um, that might wait a little while, though. Just kind of... That's the Tom Hanks. That's the Tom Hanks one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there is the... The one coming up on HBO Max this weekend, uh, this weekend or next weekend, uh, with Denzel. That mm-hmm. I'm interested in. It's Denzel and Rami, Rami Malik is in it. Um, Rami I think Malik. it's all the small things. I think is the the name of it. Yeah, I definitely want to see that. Um, so that that that's pretty much my list. And then I'm just we're just going through like finish finish up leftovers kind of find something else to watch um as a filler um gosh i was like two years ago but these things are starting to like the series are starting to come back so things are going to start filling up pretty fast here uh i'm not gonna have time to watch all this but and then checking out a bunch of the whatever the netflix films are coming out i gotta kind of go through their list of because they really didn't come out with a full date of like, here's when everything comes out. They just more of put of a, hey, we're going to put one out every week. I think that's smart. But they didn't say when, what is coming out kind of thing. So there's some duds mixed in there that oh, well. I just kind of want to avoid, but. I, are you done? Yeah. Okay. So my listened to, because I did listen to some audibles, um, Green Lights. By Matthew McConaughey uh, is excellent. I know that it, it's an autobiography, but it's not a hey. I, I mean, it's it's not. He doesn't name drop. He names drop. He, I think he talks about two people, but he doesn't name drop. He barely talks about his movies. He talks about them in uh, maybe. Yeah, he rarely mentions some of them, like one of them or two of them he mentions. Um, a lot of it has to do with the fact that this man continues to try to push himself to be a better person. And when he sees himself kind of going off kilter and he wants to recenter what he does to recenter, how he falls in love with his wife, ugh, he, it, he has bumper stickers, which you'll understand when you see it, but there's, he writes poetry he does this thing where he gets, I mean, this, he performs this book. 
He leans back and yells like when he gets excited and he tells great stories that mean a lot. And I really, really recommend actually you can read it. Fantastic. But if you can listen to it with Audible, phenomenal. Um, Midnight Library by Matt Haig. It's a great book. I'm just it's about um, if you've ever kind of sat and wondered, I think I don't maybe some people haven't, but you're kind of like, I wonder if what have happened with my life if I would have gone that direction at that point in my life. It's kind of one of those. And in strange, odd way, it is life affirming because, you know, um, there are lots of different directions you can go in your life. And um, I this book is about that. That's all I can really say. But I really think it's worth listening to or reading. Um, and then in my queue, I want to watch um, Ma Rainey's Back Bottom. I want to watch Dickerson. I want to see Promising Young Women. And if you haven't seen anything about Promising Young Women um, with Carrie Mulligan, look it up. Watch. I will put the uh, trailer out there. It's going to be a hard hitter, but I think it's going to be, it's, women should be watching it. Um, in fact, um Margot Robbie actually was an executive producer on this. Um, and yeah, you can tell that she really feels strongly about it. Um, News of the World is also on mine. Cherry is on mine. Mank is on mine. And Wolf Walkers is on mine. So I'm done. Just a few. <laughs> We'll see how many I get done, but I mean, well, I if it takes us three months, you'll probably and get through all fin- of them. Oh, I have to finish Outlander too, which actually I have found to be interesting. Speaking Fun. of Outlander, if you have stars, and I might subscribe to stars just because this series looks interesting, not so much Outlander. Um, you have to get out, you have to get stars to get Outlander. It's on Amazon. No, um, to get the series that I'm right. going to mention in a second is. Right. Um, so Graham McTavish and the lead actor, uh, the other guy from Outlander are doing a, basically they, it's called, um, men in skirts. Are you talking about the lead character, Jamie? Yes. Um, the two of them get a van and drive around Scotland and England in a van doing. Okay. Wendy Hacker, if you're listening, Scottish fun things, I think it's stars. I think it's called men in skirts skirts with absolutely obsessed the trailer for this is hilarious for me i sent her i'm so excited i love i love graham mctavish and that's kind of what caught me first he's like i didn't don't really know the other guy just because i wasn't invested in outlander um but as soon as i saw graham mctavish and it was just men in skirts and it's a picture of the two the picture for the advertisement is the two of them riding One's riding the motorcycle and the other one's in the sidecar and they're in kilts. Men in kilts, not men in skirts. Men, men, men in, in skirts. <laughs> men in skirts. I was like, men in kilts. She I'm having knows. like men at work <laughs> stuck here <laughs> and men in kilts. It's men in kilts. Um, um, she probably knows about it, but, um, but she's obsessed. Just seeing the picture of the two of them on a motorcycle with the kilts <laughs> and just like. And then when you go and watch the trailer, does it's the just, wind blow them up? I don't know. Just I mean, curious. Sorry. It's just the conversation that they have in the van during this whole thing. It just, I'm like, I, I want to watch it just because these two seem like they would be interesting and that they're actually invested in doing this for fun. Okay. As well, as far as I can tell, the women that watch 
the show Outlander, watching this show with men in kilts, right, will be, that's a good, that's a good place to just have them stop. <laughs> I mean, just have that imagery and stop. On that note, um, I guess it's time to wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> Way too many technical issues for a two hour show. Way too long for a two hour show. I'll say if I can help us out. <laughs> uh, so you can find us over on culturalstew.net. You can find us at culturalstew.net on Twitter. Um, you can find us over on Facebook. Um, we try to update every once in a while, but it's just kind of been a year. So uh, bear with us as we try to get gonna, ourselves back into normalcy here. I'm going to get better. I'm going to put it on my calendar. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, and you can find all about us in the about section up on that website um, and follow us and all that jazz. So until next time. We bid adieu. We bid adieu. Adieu, adieu. Do you? I don't. You don't. It's not a highway Please see our show notes for details on what the outgoing song is and who it is by. And also, as always, if you have a piece of music that you'd like us to play or consider playing, please contact us today. you've heard want to continue to hear more please consider patreon what is patreon you ask patreon is a content creator support site a way for people to support the things they love and allow creators to continue creating the content that they love please consider heading over to patreon.com gfmedia and becoming a patreon supporter today Where I go
Yeah.